Hi, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. I'm a certified personal trainer, holistic health coach, and future chiropractor on my way to figuring out this thing we called life. Now, let's get babbling. Hey, 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 and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and today is part two of my If You Should Be Taking Lion's Mane podcast. If you didn't already listen to the podcast last week, I think I called it boosting, brain boosting effects of taking lion's mane, something like that. Um, Definitely go back and listen to that. It was all about how I did a research paper for school on the effects of lion's mane on students and if that would increase their academic performance and focus attention, yada, 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 because who wouldn't like to have all that? And one of the main reasons why I did that was because As a person who is very sensitive to caffeine, I don't know if it's just because I've stayed away from caffeine for so long. Um, I wasn't much of a coffee drinker and then now it's just I'm super sensitive or maybe I'm normally sensitive and everyone else is just adapted to caffeine. So who, who will know at this point because at every single store or corner you go to, there is something that is caffeinated. I'm pretty sure there's like caffeinated jelly beans at this point. But before I got into the episode, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update. I know I had been talking about my foot for a bit and I told you guys I'd keep you updated on how my foot is doing. Um, turns out if you didn't listen to my podcast about my foot, it wasn't actually my foot that I hurt. I strained a muscle in my foot, but I actually tore a ligament in my ankle. So it's actually my ankle. Um, thankfully, I um, I mentioned in the podcast that I might have to have surgery. Thankfully, I went to go see an orthopedic and he was like, nah, just like a couple sessions of PT and you should be fine. And I was like, yes, this was the answer that I was seeking. Um, I knew that it was getting better and I had a feeling I probably wouldn't need surgery, but you know, it's just, it's nice to know when the doctor tells you, you don't need surgery. So now I'm going to be doing some physical therapy and I have a pretty cool physical therapist. She's really funny. Um, and I'll be doing that for a while and then hopefully, hopefully soon I'll be back with that barbell on my back squatting a ton of weight because you know, this girl is excited to get back underneath that barbell. I will say I have twice. Um, don't 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 do what I did. <laughs> Let's just say that. But twice I've gone under the barbell because I thought my ankle was doing better, and I was just gonna do the bar, and then turns out I um, decided to add weight, <laughs> which do not do. Um, and then my shin was all lit up the next day, and then I. The day before I went to go see my physical therapist, I decided to do barbell squats again. And it was fine. I actually just did the bar. I think it was also because I knew I had friends watching me. (laughs) So I was like, if I add any weight and I already told them, don't let me add weight. It's it's just, you know, that whole accountability piece, it really helps kick it in. So I just, I stuck with the bar, which is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with the bar. It made me focus more on my technique. But then when I went to the physical therapist, she was like, your left foot, all your muscles in your foot are like hanging on to dear life to get you to stay stable. We are not going under the barbell. So 
I at least can say I can do the leg press, which is nice. Um, it, funny enough, I forgot that I've actually sprained this ankle before. So <laughs> when the when the physical therapist was doing some like exercises and tests, she was like, have you sprained this before? I was like, I know I've sprained an ankle. I just don't know which one. And she's like, I have a feeling it was this one. Because usually, if you don't already know this, um, if you sprain an ankle um, or if you tear a ligament in your ankle <laughs> or probably, honestly, anywhere else in your body, you're more likely to sprain that side. And, you know, kind of common sense there because it's already injured. And then if you didn't rehab it back to its original state or even better then it's more likely to get injured again so makes sense why this side got injured um I remember being in a boot for basketball but like I said I don't remember which ankle it was so makes sense that it was my left ankle anyways that was my little update on my ankle I'm doing so much better um I might take some pictures of me doing some physical therapy probably not um because I'm really bad about that, but it's okay. I just wanted to let y'all know that my ankle is surviving and I will hopefully be under that barbell once again. But back to the main point of the episode, I wanted to talk about, okay, you've heard all the stuff that I have said about Lion's Mane and it was a lot of information, not gonna lie. And now you're kind of just like, okay, what do I do with all that information? And that's where I come in, where I tell you what I'm doing, what I got from the research, and all the like things that you should and shouldn't be doing with that information. First off, I just want to talk about what is lion's mane. You might need a little bit of a recap. So lion's mane is a mushroom that grows in the ground. Um, They call it the hedgehog mushroom because it looks like a little hedgehog. Um, They also call it lion's mane because it looks like a lion's mane. So you can look up a picture right now and be like, does it look like a hedgehog or does it look like a lion's mane? Give me a DM on Instagram and tell me if you think it looks more like a hedgehog or a lion's mane. I kind of want to know. I feel like it looks more like a hedgehog, but to be completely honest, it kind of just looks like a white bush. And that's because it's pretty large. It's white and shaggy. And that's what this mushroom looks like. Um, it's kind of like one of those typical white mushrooms that you see when they put like on pizza or you get at the store. And then it's just like extra prickly. Is that even a word prickly? Um, it's actual plant name domain is Harris, Henris, Henry, 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 Ernest. That was a great pronunciation. I promise I looked that one up, but you will find lion's mane mostly on living trees as a parasite or feeding off of dead trees because it's already dead and it's like, hey, let me get some of that nutrients out of you so we can recycle and reduce and reuse energy. (laughs) And lion's mane is considered an adaptogen. Adaptogens are supplements that you can take where it brings you back into balance is the general term that I like to call it. So let's say For instance, ashwagandha is a really popular one. Ashwagandha, if you're in a really high stress state then and you have really high cortisol, it will bring your cortisol back down to a normal state. If you have really low cortisol and it's hard for you to get motivated, hard for you to get moving, hard for you to get out of bed in the morning, then it will bring you back up to normal levels. 
For lion's mane, it's known for improving memory, focus, and brain health. They actually call it the natural Adderall. Um, so the, I have actually been talking to some of my friends who consider themselves ADHD or have been diagnosed with ADHD, and they've said that they've tried taking lion's mane before and saw some benefits to it, which is pretty cool. Um, some people were like, I didn't see very much. But then I'd also liked to see what the sourcing is and that's what I'm going to get into into this podcast. So what did I conclude from the research? Basically I want to find more. (laughs) I'm going to be completely honest. It's kind of hard to do a research paper while you're in doctorate school which I know that's when people typically do it but for me to put my all and everything into something um, I definitely wish I had more time and being completely honest, I got like absorbed with all the information at school that I didn't get to dedicate as much time as I wanted to on writing the paper. I did at least give myself a month out to write the paper, which was like pat on the back to myself. I didn't wait till last minute. Um, also cause I knew I wanted to do a podcast about it. So I wanted to make sure I was getting you guys good information. But I wish I had found more human studies. If you know of any human studies on Lion's Mane, I'd love to see it. Um, Because like I said, I think I only had like two or three. And I didn't even mention it in my last podcast. But the paper that I had with humans, it was talking about the physical and mental effects of Lion's Mane on humans. And I was like, this could be really cool. It's a human study. And they did all these tests and they did one memory test, but all of their like conclusions were based off if they lost weight. And I was like, that's not what I was looking for. So I was kind of disappointed in that. Um, So definitely want to see more research done on humans. Um, I also concluded from the research that there are some limitations to lion's mane. I kind of already knew this myself because I've taken lion's mane before, but to get the effects of lion's mane, it's going to take a period of time. Your your body's going to have to absorb it. It's going to take a while for it to get back into, quote, balance. Um, and so that's where adaptogens, it's really important that you take it consistently. consistently um, and you might not see this automatic effect or it might not be as strong. So like, let's say you're so used to taking coffee Um Lion's mane is not going to be like what coffee is like to you, probably. Um, I will say if you want a different alternative, then lion's mane would probably be a good thing to switch to. I'd actually probably recommend taking rhodiola, which is also an adaptogen. But what I have heard from other people who have taken it, it has more of a stronger effect when it comes to energy than lion's mane does but I will say taking lion's mane I do still think will have benefits on your brain health um if you talk to like any like Max Lugavere he's super big into brain health he's got a podcast it's called genius genius life I think is his podcast or that just might be his book but he talks all about lion's mane which is really cool and with my own personal experience of taking lion's mane I I will say like I felt focused sometimes I wonder if it's placebo because I'm like I'm taking something with like with brain boosting effects in it or if it's really it's actually helping 
I but it seems like when I do take it, it helps. So if you want to take Lion's Mane, I definitely recommend taking it because it's super cool. Um, I will say that from the research, I also did conclude that there are some benefits to brain health and not only brain health, but like whole body health. I went through the podcast talking about the different parts of the body that it helps heal. And honestly, just from that, I would be taking it. Now, with that being said, I'm not taking it right now. I have taken it before, but I'm not taking it now because it's not something I want to spend my money on. This is anything that comes to supplements, or at least this is my belief when it comes to supplements. You don't really need to take any, but with a little caveat, but there, you do need to focus on your sleep, nutrition, exercise, and stress. Now, if those things are out of whack, then taking supplements could be beneficial. Or let's say like for me, for instance, I have PCOS. And so there's certain supplements that I want to make sure that I'm taking. So that then helps me have a cycle. For you, it might be that you're inside all day and you have really low energy. So taking vitamin D, you feel a physical change when you're taking it. Now, it won't be like the holy grail, but like for you, you might find this like, oh, I didn't get this low dip in energy in the afternoon. It might have been because you were taking vitamin D. It shouldn't be I need to take vitamin D because everyone else and every single podcast that I'm listening to is saying I need to take vitamin D. So that's that's my point there. You're going to get more out of making sure that you are sleeping enough Sleep is a big thing when it comes to energy and focus. I've noticed it myself being in school. If I don't get good sleep, then I could kiss my focus and memory goodbye. (laughs) Um, It's going to be a lot harder to stay or to pay attention. Same thing with my nutrition. If I am not fueling myself enough throughout the day or the day beforehand, then I'm not going to be able to focus on my work. Uh, Doing schoolwork takes a lot of brain power. And so even though I'm just sitting at school all day, that doesn't mean my body doesn't need nutrition because my brain is working. Your brain is using most of the glucose in your body, which is sugar coming from fuel that you are eating. So make sure you are staying fueled throughout the day. Also make sure you're staying hydrated because if you're not staying hydrated, it's going to be really hard for you to focus. Now exercise, our bodies are made to move. And so if you're sitting all day, for me, it's like my classes are between an hour to two hours, but we get a 10 minute break and you know, I am drinking water. I've got a 40 ounce hydro flask. I haven't been the best recently, but usually I will really try to make sure that I get three of those in, in a day. Um, and I'm going to the bathroom. (laughs) Uh, every single break I'm going to the bathroom, come back. At least I'm having some sort of movement in that form of walking back and forth. Now, it's not a disordered, like, I have to move. It's more of a, I want to make sure I'm staying awake and I need to get my blood flowing so that I can pay attention in class and not feel like I'm fidgeting all over the place. Or if you're anything like me, my butt will get numb if I'm sitting for too long. Um, So 
I make sure that I get up in between those breaks. That might mean I need to do some stretching. Um, one of my friends actually started squatting and it's like, hey, if that's what gets your blood flowing, that's what gets your blood flowing. And I know when I'm at home, I'll do like between my study sessions, like I'll go run downstairs and like put my teacups away so that my dad doesn't yell at me because I left my teacups upstairs. <laughs> and then I end up with like five teacups on my desk and then everyone's like where did all the teacups go because other people want their coffee <laughs> so I'll make sure that I run downstairs put that away and then come right back upstairs or I might do a few stretches in between um that's usually probably when I post a picture on Instagram of me being like post study session or post vodcast listening to laying on the floor and I'll just like have my legs up in the air um, and all that fun good stuff and then stress I think at least for me and I'm assuming most people this is where we struggle the most and that's where adaptogens can really come in handy because yes we should be able to manage our stress but it is really hard it's hard to handle your stress as a student. It's hard to handle your stress as a parent. Just being a human being in this world today, in this day and age, it can be hard. It's not impossible, but having that little extra support of maybe taking some magnesium, maybe taking some lion's mane, um, maybe taking some ashwagandha or reishi, those are other adaptogens that could benefit you in helping with your stress. But if you can't afford these, that doesn't mean you're not going to have the health that you want. Uh, I think there's this big misconception that you have to be taking some sort of supplement that so that you can be healthy. And that's just not true. What I like to do, I'm honestly, I'm really annoying. <laughs> uh, I say that in a good way where I like to take the least amount as possible, A, because I don't want to be paying for all the things. Um, but then it's kind of hard because as I've gotten more and more into the nutrition space, I'm like, oh, cool, beef liver. That's really cool. Or I heard information about like this other adaptogen. And I'm like, oh, I really want to take that. And then especially when you're at Sunflower Shop, which is like a supplement store near my house and they have the 50% off Tuesdays of the beginning of the month, I'm like, hey, this is cool. I get a discount. And you kind of like tell yourself that you can do that, even though you really shouldn't be doing that. So um, don't be like me, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, but you don't have to take a supplement. And I would even challenge you to say, okay, if you want to take it, take it and then document like, okay, how did I feel on it? And then what I find is when I go off of something, for instance, I was taking a pre or a probiotic for a long time um, and I was getting benefit from it. And then I was thinking, I don't really think I need to take this anymore. So I stopped taking it. And then I noticed that I was having a lot of skin issues and that my digestion wasn't very good. And so then someone had told me, well, are you still taking that probiotic that you said that you were taking? And I was like, no. And then she was like, I think you need to go back on that probiotic. So I went back on it and it's doing a lot better. So sometimes you have to start something, stop taking it, and then get back on it and see what you are experiencing. And that's with anything. It doesn't even have to be adaptogens. But I will say you do have to give the adaptogens a period of time 
before you start seeing some sort of effect. You might get like some minor like feeling more focused, but I really think it's almost like a compounding. Like the more you take it, the better you feel. Um, and that's what I've noticed with my personal experience and what I've heard from other people. Now, when I was taking it, my boss bought me the lady that I work for for the horses. She got me some mud water. I know that's like the big one that's out there. Um, I did feel, like I said, I did feel really focused. I don't know if it's placebo because it's like it's got lion's mane in it. It also had ashwagandha, cacao, cinnamon, turmeric, some other stuff that I can't remember. It's this huge long list. If you've seen it, it's like a tube, like a black tube. Um, and I really liked it because it was a nice warm drink. I will say when they say it's mud water, it is mud water. So like make sure you stir that thing up. Sometimes I'd even throw it in my smoothie just so that it would mix up a little bit more. Um, and like I said, for me, I really felt like I was able to focus on my schoolwork, uh, pay attention and I felt really great taking it. And I honestly, I want to take it again. But paying for that right now for me is not something that I am choosing to do because I want to spend my money elsewhere. So it kind of just depends where you want to put your money. But if you want to take Lion's Mane, like I said, do your big rocks first. Check all those boxes off. Um, If you're struggling in one area, then maybe Lion's Mane might help. Or if you're like, hey, I really want to kick this caffeine thing, I would first recommend going to Rhodiola first. Um, There's Organifi has a really good red juice that has Rhodiola in it with some beetroot powder. I have heard, I haven't taken that personally, but I've heard from other people and I've looked at the ingredients. They're all really great. So I'd recommend that first and then maybe rotating to Lion's Mane and improving that brain health of yours because we all know that our brain's really, really important. I'd also say when you are looking at supplements, make sure, this is for any supplement, I know this is turning to more of a what to do when you buy supplements podcast, but mostly for Lion's Mane too, um, make sure that you avoid any proprietary blends. Now you're probably like, what the heck is that word? It's got a lot of P's in it. Actually, it only has two, but I make it sound like it has five. Um, But basically, proprietary blends are when the company kind of puts on the label blend or fruit blend or something something blend. They might even put proprietary blend. And this could mean that they're all legitimate ingredients, but this also could mean that they're putting like dust in there um there the supplement market isn't regulated very well it's great that it isn't because then we are able to like get other things out there onto the market but then at the same time it's like well maybe there should be some more regulations so we don't have people ripping people off and that's where you might have to do a little bit more research into finding which brands are legit Thankfully, now in these day and ages, you can like actually look on Instagram, see what the people are like. Um, But little caveat there, if they're just posting the cool cars, the cool workouts that they're doing, that doesn't really mean anything. They're cool as a person, but that like make sure they're giving you the scientific information on like why their product is good. Um, Or you could just be like, okay, it says proprietary blends and you could call the company. 
Um, I'm not that confident enough to just call a company. So what I just do is look for an actual ingredient list, make sure they're actually posting an ingredient list. Another thing is, is that the research has shown that having the fruiting body is considered to have a higher concentration of lion's mane. And by fruiting body, I just mean when you look at a mushroom and you see the little like muffin top head where you think the typical mushroom, that's going to have a higher concentration of the nutrients that you want compared to the mycelin body, which is more of the roots. And why I'm saying that is that you might be deciding, okay, do I want this cheaper option compared to the more expensive option? Well, with supplements, you're going to pay for what you get for. And so that fruiting body might be more expensive than the mycelin body. So like I said, you're going to pay what you, you're going to get what you pay for, but I'm also not saying you always have to reach for the most expensive thing. So make sure you do your research on that. Now, there are some side effects of lion's mane that I just want to put a little caveat in here. Um, again, take lion's mane at your own risk. I don't think anything will happen, but I just want to throw that in there. Uh, make sure you talk to your doctor, especially if you're on any medications, because that could affect the way that you absorb your medication or the way that you absorb lion's mane. Um, I did do some research where there were some people who got some stomach discomfort, nausea, and allergic reactions as far as like skin rashes but like I said it was more like they were allergic to it probably if you're allergic to mushrooms probably don't take lion's mane because it is a mushroom I also want to say that there isn't that much information about people who or women who are pregnant or breastfeeding so I just want to put a little caveat in there like take that at your own risk if you are pregnant and breastfeeding also, if you have any clotting, bleeding disorders, or heart disease, or you are preparing for surgery, just make sure you talk to your doctor. So now that we got all the like fun side effect stuff out of the way, um, I want to tell you what brands that I like, because I know I've been saying in here, make sure you get a good brand, make sure you get a good brand, make sure you get a good brand, all that fun stuff. And you're probably like, well, how am I supposed to make sure that I have a good brand? Now, I want to say right now, I am not sponsored. I am not whatever else anyone else says um i'm a super small podcast so um if these brands want to then i would be really excited about that because i love these brands but the reason why i love these brands is because i have done the research i've looked into it i know that they are great brands and the first one is four sigmatic uh, if you've heard of Four Sigmatic before, you've probably seen the like little tiny little squares. I think I've seen them at like Sprouts um, and maybe Whole Foods. But Four Sigmatic is a great brand. They have the concentration that is in the actual packet is great. What I will say though is if you don't like the taste of dirt, <laughs> you probably won't like Four Sigmatic. I'm one of those weird people where they have a green tea or like a matcha with chaga in it. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I didn't even talk about chaga. Well, I'll have to plug that in in the end, but um, chaga is another adaptogen. Anyways, they have a matcha chaga blend and 
a lot of people say they really like it and some people say it tastes like grass <laughs> um, and I guess I'm one of those people who like to taste dirt and grass <laughs> so I definitely recommend either putting it in your coffee putting it in your smoothie mixing it in like yogurt or even I've done it where I will have like dandelion tea dandelion root tea and then I'll mix it in that so it's not the only thing and make sure you get a good mixer um I've recently upgraded to the little like frothers where they're like battery powered so I'm not taking a spoon and just mixing everything around around I actually press the button and it does the work for me it has done miracles and magic on any of the like powdery drinks that I make so highly highly recommend that and I actually got it from this next brand called Organifi I mentioned it a little bit before at the beginning of the podcast um, Organifi is a great brand they also have really great tasting supplements like their protein powder is great they've got some um, vegan protein powder that doesn't taste like grass um, they've also got like what I said the red juice which I would consider more of like if you wanted to do pre-workout sort of realm but their lion's mane is called their pure which I've really really wanted to try they also came out with I think it's called peak and I forget exactly what's all in it, but I've also heard that that has to do something with like memory and focus and that if you combined the both, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts and they were talking about combining the both and I was like, I might need this during finals week. So maybe I'll like take the plunge and try it, but I don't know how well it's going to be testing something like that the week of finals. I might want to try it before, see how much I need and then taper off from there or realize that that's the correct amount which like with any of these brands I feel like they would give you the correct amount it's not like you're going to be bouncing off the walls like if you were drinking too much coffee um now mud water I did talk about that one they are legit when they say mud if you don't mix it enough it tastes really really like it doesn't taste bad but you might like end up having to take a spoon and start like scooping the bottom of like the mud in the bottom of your cup um, I know my family got really upset with me because I would try and get all of it out of the bottom and then I'd give them the cup or I would put the cup away and then they were like what is this in the bottom of your cup and I was like I'm sorry I really tried uh, so make sure you mix it really well I'd also recommend the taste, I would say, is better than Four Sigmatic. Um, it's a little bit more cinnamony, if you like that, but still it's not as great as Organifi. Um, it, I, what I found is, again, putting that dandelion root tea in there or putting like element tea, if you've heard me talk about that, they have a chocolate flavor. Flavor. Um, it's an electrolyte company. Mixing that in there with that was also really good. So those are all my recommendations as far as brands that I would recommend. So Four Sigmatic, Organifi, Mudwater. I'll put links in the description if you want to check them out. Um, sadly, I do not have a discount code for any of them. I wish I did, but I just, I don't. Maybe I can look into that for you guys, especially if you're interested. But yeah, that's all I have to say about Lion's Mane and my recommendations with that. Just make sure you're hitting all of your big rocks first. If you're like, do I really need this supplement or not? You'll be completely fine without it. But if you want to test it out and be super cool, um, and also improve your brain health alongside that, take some lion's mane. But 
overall, if you hit those big rocks, you're doing fine. Um, if you want me to do more episodes like this, or if you want me to do some little bit more research on the other ones, I can do things on rhodiola, ashwagandha, cordyceps, reishi, and that last one that I put in there, chaga. And there's a ton of other ones that I could do it about. Um, I had a lot of fun actually getting all this information because it's like super nerdy and cool. Um, and I never realized that I would be a mushroom nerd. <laughs> so I can just throw that on top of like being a body nerd. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thank Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today and with all that being said i can't wait to babble with you next time thank you so much for listening to this episode of becca babbles podcast if you enjoyed this episode the best thing that you can do is leave a five-star rating and review on apple podcast spotify or any other listening platform of your choosing if you want to learn more about me, you can do that by following me on Instagram at Becca and Wellness or by checking out my blog, freebies, offers, and newsletter on my website at BeccaAndWellness.com. If you want to share the love of the podcast, you can do that by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media and tagging me and the podcast at Becca and Wellness and using the hashtag Becca Babbles Podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.